four minutes again past 7 a.m. is your feel good radio, Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you. Uh, today, Thursday, the first day in the month of July 2021. Happy New Month to you. Good to know you're there uh, joining your feel good radio. Timmy Dakolo with the song Great Nation kicks out in things uh, this uh, morning. Uh, many thanks to Falani Alamos in the studio who kicks out of things with that song. I uh, was uh, talking a lot about how hopeful I am and how hopeful a number of people are uh, that, um, you know, uh, the remaining days of the year uh, will come with better news for the country. Better news for the country, of course, means better news for all of you. And because uh, it means better economy, uh, better security, better welfare, generally. Uh, that, of course, requires your actions as well one way or the other although some would argue uh, the bulk of the work is on the leaders but trust me uh, we all have a role to play uh, today is the first day in the seventh month of the year 2021 and uh max well as far as the months are concerned max the, se- the start of the second half of the year quite a number of things have been celebrated across parts of the world as independence day in burundi burundi gained independence on this day from belgium in 1962 rwanda as well as somalia also celebrating their independence days uh, today, the 1st of July. Wish you the very best this new month. Time to take a look at the headlines this Thursday. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta Ali Bakar is my name. The Punch, The Guardian, The Pampishing Newspapers, The Nigerian Tribune, The Nigerian News Direct. Uh, some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number of them to look out for. Uh, actually, I'd go ahead, mention some of the headlines, as always, and um, we will take a look at, we'll take a peep into some of them uh, together in a moment. Remember, we're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions this uh, morning. We'll be glad to hear from you uh, via that avenue. Uh, on the program uh, this uh, Thursday. Well, uh, boldly written there on The Guardian this uh, morning. The Guardian says six months after Nigeria yet to domesticate implement AFCFTA that's the Africa Continental Free Trade Area Agreement uh, is there on the Guardian this uh, morning to look out for there's some other headlines ASU SANU threatened strike over unpaid salaries directives on staff school workers is also there uh, on the Guardian Unamdi Kanu UK seeks clarification to provide him consular assistance is there on the Guardian as well this uh, morning? Ami observes 40th day prayer for the late chief of army staff. Others, that's another on the Guardian. Financial crisis eats petrol marketers as subsidy gulps 1 trillion naira. Obasanjo urges Nigerians to celebrate excellence. Also there on the Guardian. Forensic audit to make NDDC more trustworthy, says Akwabio. And there's also Boyer congratulates China on 100th anniversary of Communist Party. Is there on The Guardian this uh, morning. The Punch. We're seeking explanation from federal government on Kanu's arrest, says Britain. Uh, that's on The Punch uh, this morning. Uh, there's also why we've not taken Super TV CEO suspected killer to court. 
That's according to the police uh, NBA. Faults planned land use act review. Sands say move suspicious. Also there on the punch this morning, NNPC saves $1 billion on petrol imports, says Kiari. Senate amends Firearms Act. Illegal arms importer risks 1 million naira fine. Uh, there's also weak threatens to sack monarchs, others over alleged extortion. That's there uh, on the punch as well this uh, morning. Uh, there are uh, a lot of others to look out for. The sports page of the punch, uh, as the headline, <laughs> straightforward but interesting, says, Shut up and work. Derek tells Raw. That's on the punch uh, this uh, morning as well. Uh, there are a number of others uh, to look out for uh, on that daily, actually. The Premium Times uh, this uh, Thursday also uh, with uh, headlines to look out for. The Premium Times says, Our Nigerian governors escaped attack as bandits shoot three police officers. Uh, that's there on the Premium Times. Uh, this morning, uh, there's also uh, no going back on anti-grazing law in Benue. Autumn scientists begin research to boost food security in Nigeria. Is another uh, on the Premium Times uh, this uh, Thursday morning. The Nigerian Tribune. IPOB tells federal government nothing should happen to our leader. That's on the Nigeria Tribune. PDP to Buhari, coercing our members into APC won't keep your party in power. That's on the Nigeria Tribune. Uh, PDP chairman visits National Assembly, asks Senate to reject Honor Chase's nomination as INEC commissioner. Reps receive reports on petroleum industry bill. Is also there on the Tribune. Our youth side time bomb waiting to explode. ACF BOT tells Northern Governors also there uh, on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Pempushing newspapers also with some of these headlines uh, to look out for this um, Thursday morning. I uh, love the dailies uh, still um, with reactions uh, to the arrest of uh, the leader of the proscribed indigenous people of Biafra uh, is there uh, on uh, quite a number of the dailies but uh, the Pempishing newspapers uh, this uh, morning also with some headlines to look out for. The Pempishing newspapers uh, says um, Electoral Commission encourages electorate to embrace ongoing online pre-registration. Uh, that's there on the Pempishing newspapers. There's also Zamfara State lawmaker shot dead while conveying son to airport en route Sudan. Uh, it's there as well. Uh, there is uh, Oyebidako Begets University of Lagos Posthumous Award. Uh, that's there on the Pempishing newspapers as well to look out for the Nigerian News Direct this morning. A boldly written on the front page. Insecurity, legal possession, importation of firearms to attract three-year jail term. Ogun augments local government allocation with over 2 billion naira in six months. Afuakwe is there on the Nigerian News Direct. PIB, Petroleum Minister, NNPC, GMD to brief senators in closed session. 
There's also 71-year-old emerges best PhD graduate at Unilag Convocation. Mm. Is there on the news direct as well this morning? Senate approved 74.773 billion budget uh, for police trust fund. Gandridge's convoy attacked by gunmen. Security personnel sustains injury. There as well to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Uh, those are some of the headlines. They're there for you. I will take a peep into some of them. Remember, we're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions as we go ahead this uh, morning. We'll definitely talk to you via the phone lines uh, much later on the program. Uh, Mr. Dario Falaris with me this morning. As always, it's Thursday. Good morning to you, sir. Good to uh, see uh, you. Happy New you. Month. Yeah, Happy New Month to you. Well, let's just get straight to it. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, on the law of the dailies, uh, this morning, uh, the UK, they are asking questions as far as the arrest of the leader of the proscribed indigenous people of Biafra is concerned. Uh, they, of course, had confirmed a while, uh, some hours ago now, uh, that he wasn't picked up uh, in the country. Uh, well, is there on the Guardian, there on the punch to look out for? Well, the Guardian says, Unam Dekanu, UK, seeks clarification to provide him consular assistance uh, it was abducted in Kenya, says brother. IPOB, respect Kanu's rights. Abaribe tells federal government, Uriwa asked court to impose gag order against government officials. Uh, those are some of the riders that come with us story. Now, the British government has said it would provide consular assistance for the arrested leader of the proscribed indigenous people of Biafra, IPOB, and Kanu. This was disclosed yesterday by the head of communications, British High Commission in Nigeria, Dean Hollock. As controversies and speculations raked over where and how Khan was arrested and extradited to the country on Sunday, the British High Commission had earlier dispelled rumors he was arrested in the UK, where he was based before his arrest uh, in 2015. Olok had said, we are aware of reports that Anam Khan has been detained in Nigeria by the federal government. We can confirm that Khan was not arrested in the UK for extradition purposes. Um, Kanu who was born on September 25th, 1967, the older of Nigerian British passports. Upon his arrest and extradition from a foreign country, he was arraigned before Justice Bintan Yako of the Federal High Court in Abuja on Tuesday for terrorism-related charges and has since been remanded in the custody of the DSS. Well, uh, the British um, High Commission, uh, they say that they're currently in the process of seeking clarification from the Nigerian government about the circumstances. Uh, of the arrest. With regard to any question about whether the British Air Commission are providing assistance in this case, we can confirm that the Foreign, Commonwealth and Development Office stands ready to provide consular assistance. The British official said, adding that the British government expects any trial or legal proceedings to follow due process. When prodded on the consular assistance, the British official made reference to the UK manual on support for British nationals abroad. Well, is there uh, on the Guardian this uh, morning, uh, there are a number of um, other riders uh, that come with it, though. Uh, Kingsley Kanu, the brother of Namdi, yesterday said the separatist leader was arrested in Kenya. In a statement, Kingsley said his brother was detained while visiting Kenya and handed over the Nigerian authorities who then flew him to Nigeria. Kingsley and Kanu had been, uh, Kingsley said, rather, Kanu has been subjected to the most serious violations of international law because of his quest for self determination. Uh, also, IPOB yesterday stated that his leader was abducted by the federal government, insisting that it would hold the government responsible should anything unto what happened to him. It affirmed its commitment to the restoration of Biafra Republic, stressing that the arrest and prosecution of Kano would not end the struggle 
even as the group said its members will be mobilized across the globe to attend the next court hearing date on July 26th. Uh, also reacting, Minority Leader Inaya Baribu, remember, he had stood charity for Kano. Uh, he has advised the federal government to apply caution and strict adherence to the rule of law in handling the issue of Kano. The senator, well, who stood charity for Kano when it was first arraigned in 2015, said this in a statement uh, on Wednesday. He advised the federal government to be guided by the provisions of Section 31 of the 1999 Constitution as amended. He added that government should also consider Article 4 of the African Charter on human rights, human and people's rights, as they detains and rearranged Kano in court for the constitutional continuation of his trial. Well, um, it's there on The Guardian this morning. It's a long read. Uh, Unamdi Kanu UK seeks clarification to provide him consular assistance. Is there the punch also with the reporters? We are seeking explanation from federal government on Kanu's arrest, uh, says uh, Britain. Well, uh, I'm sure there will be uh, talks going on between the... Uh, foreign ministries uh, or however uh, yeah. the talks uh, yeah. go on but uh, for for a lot of people uh, it's, it's been a situation of asking the federal government to be cautious saying uh, make sure you follow due process make sure you do it the right way and you know I've, I've also listened to some people who say well the signs are great yes before now there had been allegations or accusations against this government saying they don't follow due process they don't um, listen or follow court orders but uh, some have seen this process and say the signs are great. Uh, I've, I've even listened to some people who say uh, the fact that no one knew how it was brought in, anything could have happened. And, you know, it was brought in. It was and taken to a court, to which is which which is what should happen normally. And for some people, they just say those are good signs of uh, this government being willing to follow due process has been called by some others. We just hope and pray that uh, the due process will be followed. He's a political prisoner now. And, mm. uh, you know, he, he earlier jumped bail what is being taken now. So, I mean, let the law follow its course. This talks about um, it wasn't arrested, it was abducted. You don't understand where they're coming from. From our knowledge of international law, they did say, uh, okay, uh, it's probably picked up there. There should be an um, extradition hearing and, uh, you know, maybe it will be extradited to the country. There should be a court granting that. But that wasn't the case, or at least we don't know if that was the case. Well, those are the details will uh, come out uh, by the by, but for now, he's here in the country. We should do what we should do, and we should follow due process. Well, um, the as far as the UK is concerned, I uh, would have to wait and see uh, whether they will be forthcoming with uh, information as to anything they find out from the federal government. They say uh, they are seeking explanation uh, from uh, the federal government. Uh, I've heard some people also suggest that uh, the fact that the federal government did not maybe want to get on the bad side of the UK is probably why it was. Or there was no way it could have been picked up in the UK, and um, they had to wait until it was um, on the African tour. Someone, so I think it was one of the callers yesterday from Tottenham who was saying, you know, if you are running, don't 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 go to an African country, or you'll be in trouble. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the calls. Of from a lot of people, the brother, the IPOB, um, Senator Baribe, and so many others, even the SCF yesterday and the Coalition of Northern Groups saying, uh, please be cautious. Yes, it's good you have him back, according to the Northern Groups, but they say uh, there is a need to follow to your process because uh, not doing that could really escalate matters and we could find ourselves in a situation where uh, things could get worse. So while we 
attempt to quell whatever is happening in the southeast, we could find ourselves in a situation where things could get worse if caution is not taken. Mm. Caution is the name of the game. They should be cautious and uh, they should follow due process. Mm. Let the law run its course. It's there on many of the dailies uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Senate amends firearms act, illegal arms, importer risks, one million naira fine. Uh, another uh, there to uh, look out for this uh, morning. Uh, the Senate on Wednesday passed the Firearms Act 2004 Bill, Amendment Bill 2021. The Red Chamber increased the fine for illegal importation and sales of firearms to 1 million naira. The fine was initially 1,000 naira in the Extant Act. The Senate passed the bill after it considered the report of its Committee on Judiciary, Human Rights and Legal Matters. Uh, Section 35 of the bill was also amended to increase the fine to 3 million naira or 3 years imprisonment or both for anyone who fails to surrender illegal firearms to the relevant authorities join a proclamation for such. Chairman of the committee, Senator Kweemi Bamdele, said the 1,000 naira fine contained in the Extend Act was pu- was not punitive enough to deter illegal importation and sales of firearms in Nigeria. Uh, he said Clause 39 of the bill, which deals with the power to seize and destroy confiscated illegal firearms, was amended to provide for inclusion of other law enforcement agencies besides the police and the military. Well, the rest of it is there. It's on the point this morning. Senate amends firearms act illegal arms importer risks one million naira fine. Uh, some of this uh, describe this as uh, very apt and needed, especially at this time where we're battling with the proliferation of arms. But I've also heard some people say, uh, usually it's not the absence of the laws. Uh, is um, you know, obeying these laws or putting these laws to action. Uh, that, that has always been the issue and diligent prosecution of mm. criminals. Mm. You know, anybody found guilty of having illegal arms, you know, should be prosecuted. And, uh, you know, but the way with the security situation in the country, you know, we, the other day, uh, Abdusalam Abubakar was telling us that there are the quantum of uh, arms in, mm. the, in the country was alarming, you know. You know so with all these um, uh, non, uh, non-state actors and all these bandits and kidnappers, all of them, so many illegal arms. Do, do you think this is punitive enough? Uh, because when you look at the lot of money they make from whatever they do, uh, do you think this is punitive enough? We had the other time that uh, someone was saying an AK-47 goes for 500,000, yeah, is that about? Yeah. What it means is if you have six, you're talking three million already. Yeah. It's because of the security situation in the country, you know, because so many ungoverned spaces, so many non-state actors are in possession of these firearms. Mm. So, I mean, the gun runners, those are the ones they should go after and uh, make sure that uh, they use somebody, some, some of them to serve as deterrents to others. Well, we'll see how it goes. Senate amend firearms act, illegal arms, importer risks, one million naira fine. They're on the point to look out for. Uh, the Guardian says Asu Sanu threatened fresh strike over unpaid salaries. Directives on staff school workers uh, comes to the rider with held salaries used to blackmail our members to enroll on IPPIS, says Oshodeke. Or should okay, academic ac- activities in the nation's universities may again be paralyzed as members of the academic staff union of universities are to warn of a fresh strike over alleged refusal of the accountant general of the federation to pay salaries and remit check of dues of about 1,000 staff for 13 months. Chairman, University of Just Branch of ASU, Dr. Lazarus Magoro, accused the AGF of allegedly causing friction between the union and the federal government, which may trigger another round of strike. 
the ASU president, Professor Emmanuel Shodeke, said despite its promise to the union to pay all outstanding salaries before December 31st, 2020, government is still owing members in many of the branches between 2 to 16 month salaries. Shodeke alleged that government is withholding member salaries to force them to enroll for the integrated personnel and payroll information system. Uh, on the next line of action, the ASU chief said their procedure for embarking on strike and the union will follow that procedure. As did the union had made attempt to meet with officials from the office of the AGF, he said, we have our principle of engagement with government. The agreement was reached in December. Uh, the agreement we reached in December was brokered by the Minister of Labor and Employment. And we also agreed to meet from time to time to look at the issues. We met in May and raised all these issues with the AGF present at the meeting. They tried to deny the fact that some of our members are being owed and we were able to prove with available data that they were lying and they accepted and agreed to implement. If any of our members enroll in IPPIS today, officials from the office of the AGF will pay you the next day, which means that what they're doing is deliberate. We have sent data of our members to them more than four or five times. Complete data. They will request for one today. We'll send. The next month, our members will still not be paid. But if any of our members decides to register, they'll pay all their arrears. It is a deliberate attempt. The rest of it is on The Guardian. Asu Sanu threatened fresh strike over unpaid salaries directed on staff school workers. If, if, if really that is what is going on, that is a, it's a cheap move. It's, it's a yeah, divide and rule. I mean, uh, well, since they flagged it now, we just hope that the uh, authorities will, you know, accede to their request and do the needful, uh, because it's uh, it's not uh, it's beyond the pale. It's it's not together at all. And and, and it's interesting because you know because uh, it's a situation of two elephants. Uh, the those that are left to suffer are students, parents. Mm-hmm. And then this funny things continue to go on. Uh, you, you wonder there was an agreement in December. Uh, certain things have not have still not been done. Uh, there was an agreement that all monies, all arrears will be paid by December. Certain mm. things have still not been done since by then. May. And they had a and, meeting in May. And then this they, talks about when you register for IPPIs, you get all your money. <laughs> it's just, it's just really, it's just cunning. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Well, we, 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 the, the hope, of course, will just be that these things will be sorted and um, we will because not we have to talk about another, another. another round of uh, crisis or, or strikes. We can't. Asu Sanu threatened fresh strike over unpaid salaries. Directives on staff school workers is there on uh, The Guardian uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Let's uh, talk some partisan politics now. The Nigerian Tribune says PDP chairman visits National Assembly Ask Senate to reject Onoche's uh, nomination as INEC Commissioner. Uh, that's there on the Nigerian Tribune. Uh, opposition against the nomination of President Muhammad Bari's personal assistant on social media, Loretta Onoche, for the position of National Commissioner of the Independent National Electoral Commission swelled on Wednesday as the leadership of the PDP stormed the Assembly to kick against the clearance of the nominee. Um, the list containing the name of Loretta Anoche and five others for confirmation of Azinek commissioners had been sent to the Senate Committee on INEC, led by Senator Kabiru Gaya for clearance by President of the Senate, Hamid Lawan. President Bari had in a letter dated October 12, 2020, a red during plenary by the Senate President, Ahmed Lawan, sought the Red Chamber confirmation of the appointment of the nominees. Uh, other nominees whose names were sent to the, for the screening and confirmation as INEC National Commissioners uh, to represent their respective state and zones were Professor Mohamed Sanikala Katina, Professor Kunle Cornelius Ajayi Ekiti, Seidu Babura Ahmed Jigawa, Professor Sani Mohamed Adam North Central, 
and Dr. Baba Bila, Northeast. Addressing newsmen at the main gate of the assembly complex, chairman of the PDP, Uche Secondos, said he led members of the PDP National Working Committee to formally present a petition against the clearance of Loretta Onoche by the Senate. Secondos, who was received by Undudi Elumelu and Inaya Baribe, that's House of Reps and Senate Minority Leaders, maintained that Onoche, being an aide to President Buhari and card-carrying member of the ruling party, should not be allowed into a sensitive position in the country's electoral umpire. Well, uh, Baribe did say uh, that they will present uh, their position to the um, to the Senate leadership. Uh, is there on the Tribune this morning? PDP chairman visits National Assembly, asks Senate to reject Onoche's nomination as um, INEC commissioner. Uh, is uh, there for you uh, to look out for? There's also PDP to Buari coercing our members into APC who won't keep your party in power. Mm-hmm. Is another there. The APC, of course, uh, they did respond. Is on some of the dailies this morning. They say uh, the PDP uh, is uh, is a failure. Uh, they say they cannot get back to power uh, in time to come. <laughs> because what you expect from political parties. But as far as this honorable situation is concerned, we did mention this for a couple of minutes last week. Uh, that was when the CSOs were complaining about it. And uh, it, the, the, you know, it was only a matter of time before the PDP leaders had something to say about it. In fact, I was quite surprised that they didn't say anything for a while. But you, you begin to wonder, uh, you know, what the... Uh, position of the PDP lawmakers what, what their position is because that's what the party it, has done it was read there yeah. no it was read right there on the floor uh it was uh, submitted to the uh, committee on INEC mm. they could have raised opposition there couldn't they uh, well, i don't know whether they flagged that mm. to that, but it, right from the time it, she was nominated there have been opposition mm. what's special about her you know, a sensitive organization like INEC, you know, anything that will cast us passion on the integrity of an electoral body, we should avoid. You know, once people are saying this person is close to the president and she may be compromised, so change change the person. What's so special about Onoche? There are other people who can do this job. I mean, we should just avoid anything that can cast us passion on the image of INEC should be avoided. Once people flag it that this person may be compromised, if you do, then drop him or her and get another person. That's the that's that's, that's what I think should be done. But uh, interestingly, this this, would, this isn't the first time this is happening. I remember ahead of the twenty um, nineteen election, uh, there was uh, I. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm really struggling to remember her name now, but I know she was nominated as a commissioner, and there were talks about her being uh, close to the, to president, the president and all. And I'm struggling to remember her name now, but you know. She still went on to get that position anyway. So, what, what, what's the assurance that we, <laughs> with this? Uh... Well, this are, that's why we have pressure groups. Mm. That's why we have the political parties and others. Our people are set up and all the rest. They are saying no. This person should not be appointed. And mm. once people raise that, you know, anything that will you know impugn the integrity of the electoral body, you know, because anything that happens thereafter, people can say, ah, we said this. If any any small thing happens, they will say she's been compromised. She was placed there, put there. To carry out the bidding of the ruling part of the, of the presidency, so I mean, so we, this should be avoided. I mean, but it's it's it's, it's funny that we we find ourselves you know having these conversations because uh, I bet for some people they look at it and say, well, it's just it's just common sense that these things uh, shouldn't uh, come up at all. Um, you know, uh, 
it's, it's just logical that the INEC is supposed to be a, a, a non-partisan mm. uh, umpire. umpire. It's supposed to be uh, you know, an umpire that you cannot afford to have questions raised about the people there. And from, when you have a situation where from the get-go, uh, someone you're nominating has questions over, some would think it's just logical. That well, this is the beauty of democracy, you know. Um, is a democratic process. People will continue to flag all these issues and then, you know, that will affect the integrity of the electoral electoral body. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, we just pray that wise counsel will prevail. Well, it's there on the Tribune this uh, morning. Uh, PDP chairman visits National Assembly, asks Senate to reject Anache's uh, nomination as INEC commissioner is there. Uh, there is, because uh, uh, the other one that I mentioned, uh, PDP uh, to PDP to Buari coercing our members into APC won't keep your party uh, in power. You don't understand where that is coming from. There's That's a l- lot of defections uh, happening at yeah. the moment. There was a lot they made about this Zanfara State governor defecting. In fact, they had threatened to go to court. Uh, saying it's normal. When they, <laughs> because ahead of, ahead of 2023, uh, you know, you have a lot of cross-carpeting, a mm. lot of people, move, a lot of mm. movement. Mm. Don't forget that even the president uh, was mobile too. They, mm. they, they, they move, you know, it's about uh, their enlightened self-interest. Yeah, so it's it's part of the game. Mm. And, you know, this things happen both ways. Uh, I think Edo was it when uh, the government moved to the PDP. It's part so of the game. It happens yeah. both ways. Uh, reps receive reports on petroleum industry bill is also on the Tribune this morning. It's actually on the law of the dailies. According to uh, what we heard yesterday, uh, the expectation... Uh, is that uh, the bill would be considered today uh, that we hear that according to uh, what the Senate President said uh, yesterday uh, the NMPC GMD and the Minister of State for Petroleum Resources are expected uh, to brief uh, the lawmakers today and explain details as far as the petroleum industry bill uh, is uh, concerned. It's there uh, on uh, a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning to look out for uh, the petroleum industry bill has been touted by many as a uh, possible game changer as far as uh, that uh, sector is concerned. So uh, there's a lot of attention uh, that is on uh, what will happen with it. Uh, is there uh, on a lot of the dailies this morning? Reps receive reports on petroleum industry bill. That's on the uh, Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Nigerian News Direct, uh, as the headline says, Ogun augments local government allocation with over 2 billion naira in six months. That's according to the Commissioner for Local Government Affairs. And, um, well, good thing is, I'm, I'm not hearing this for the first time. I think it was just at that time, uh, just before the uh, second year anniversary of the administration, I, uh, it was on uh, one of our program's platform, and we were talking, and he mentioned this issue, because uh, that was at the time when we were talking about financial autonomy for the local governments, and he was saying that uh, these monies are not even available. You, you find the state governments having to argument for them uh, a couple of times, but uh, for some people, they just uh, believe that this uh, the, the, they're just saying things we're getting wrong as far as you know our local government ac- administration is concerned. Uh, yes, there is sometimes that excuse that uh, we continue to talk about financial autonomy for local government, but it's not so much money available. But for some, the belief is the the most of the money should actually be available to the local government. Uh, yeah, that's why we are saying it's not a matter of when you have a government that is pro the local government that is helping them like the Dakwabioto government has done now, augmenting them. But there could be a, a governor who will not do that. Mm. So that's why we need the law. 
let the local government be autonomous so there will not be a case of a, a government. It will not be a case of. Yes, let there be law. Uh, <laughs> what, what's that statement? Is His Excellency uh, as magnanimously. Yeah, yeah. So we, let that be that law so that there will be financial autonomy mm. directly from the National Federation account. You get, you all get your monies mm. and you go ahead and implement. Mm. So this, this, is, this is the healthy thing to do. But, 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 but what is it against this? Because when you say it appears like yes, let's just go right ahead and do it. What what is it against it? Uh, uh, you know there are there are there are usually oppositions to issues, mm. and in a democracy, why this is why you banter ideas and come out with the with the, the right thing to do. You know we know why some people may not want the local government to be autonomous. We know why because of some of the things they've been enjoying mm. through these things. So, but let's have the law. That's why we have the. We need the law. It's not about you. You know, putting a process that will be you know where it will be a constitutional thing, and then going forward, you do the needful, you do the right thing, and then development will percolate down to the grassroots. Mm. Well, is is there to look out for this morning? Uh, what, but I want us to at least say that it's noteworthy. Uh, that um, uh, the funds are being augmented, uh, just like you said, uh, there would be governors who'd say, "Well, it's your trouble." And the, I'm sure there are states where they're having those issues yeah. at the moment. Uh, you know, where the governor even sees that as an opportunity to arm twist or you know get whatever it is yeah. they want uh, from uh, the uh, local government uh, leadership. Well, it's there. Uh, to look out for this morning. Uh, the uh, Pempishin newspapers uh, says Oyebila um, Kobegets University of Lagos Postumas Award. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw the headline earlier. Uh, found it quite interesting. Uh, it's on the Pempishin newspaper. It says, I saw T.B. Joshua dancing with angels after death. It says Indian prophet. Is there to look out for? Our electoral Commission encourages electorate to embrace ongoing online pre-registration. Another uh, Zamfara state lawmaker shot dead while conveying son to airport on route to death. It was, um, I think, he had attended the uh, declaration of uh, the defection of the Zamfara state that's government. That's really today. very sad. You know, that's mm. the that speaks to the security situation in the country. Nobody's mm. safe. Even the Kano state governor, his convoy was attacked. Mm. So nobody is really safe. So this is why we are saying that uh, the tempo. You know, in the, for to fighting the security insecurity should be increased, so that uh, we can be able to sleep with our two eyes closed. Uh, that's something that hasn't happened in a while, uh, from uh, the <laughs> situation of things. Uh, but uh, is there on the Pembroke newspapers uh, to look out for? NNPC saves one billion dollars on petrol imports. Says Kiari, also there. Uh, this um, uh, morning, uh, there is uh, the, uh, why we've not taken Super TV CEO suspected killer to court. That's according to the police. It's also on the punch because I've heard a number of people ask that question. Now, the Lagos State Police Command has explained why it has not taken Chidima Ojuku, the prime suspect in the killing of the CEO of Super TV C4 Ataga, to court. The University of Lagos undergraduate and Ataga reportedly lodged in a service apartment in the Lekki area of the state. And the corpse of the latter was discovered in the room the following day. The police PRO, Lumiwa Dejobi, uh, said on Wednesday that Chinima will be taken to court after the police had concluded their investigation. We'll take her to court when we finish the investigation. We are still investigating the state. However, a Lagos based lawyer and human rights activist, GT Ogunye, urged the police to get a remand order to justify the suspect's continued detention. 
Ogunye will noted that sections 35 and 36 of the constitution gave the police the right to detain a murder suspect, also stated that the Administration of Criminal Justice Law of Lagos State mandated them to obtain a remand order to justify a suspect's continued detention. The detention of this lady is not unconstitutional if a remand order has been obtained. If the remand order has not been obtained, the police will be expected to obtain a remand order to justify a detention. Uh, GT said. He, however, expressed disappointment at how the police were handling the investigation, adding that granting the media access to interrogator was unconstitutional. Uh, that's there. Meanwhile, the vice chancellor of Unilag, Professor Luato Ogudipe, has said the management will follow due process in dealing with Chidima. Ogudipe said this on Wednesday during a press briefing on the 51st convocation ceremony of the institution, adding that the university could not deny her. Uh, well, um, according to him, he said, uh, from the records available to us, Chidima Dara Ojuku is a student of the University of Lagos who was born on December 12, 1999. Well, the rest of it is on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Why we've not taken Super TV CEO suspected killer to court? That's according to the police. Uh, they say they're still investigating. Uh, of course, after the confession by the lady, uh, there's still some interesting things that have been raised. Yeah, uh, the family, for example, they say, look into your world there. There are probably others involved. There are probably mm-hmm. other things. She's mm-hmm. probably not telling the truth. But, and they uh, said he was strangled. Yes, so, so there are multiple. Uh, yes, sir. we even had stories about uh, him being tied in the hands mm-hmm. so quite a number of stories. So we just let the police do their investigation. But what GT you going to raise about That's having the, the media, thing. having the media, uh, you know, interrogator, and and, and and that's something you know we do a lot of a number media of times. I've, I've I've asked questions mm-hmm. as regards this uh, parading of suspects, uh, the media talking to them, you know. Is that is that not in any way? Yeah, well, it's a it's a matter of style, uh, but it's, it's become it's, our it's, practice. It, yes, but it's not. Uh, it's, it's an hangover from the you know military days. You know, constitutionally, that's what GT said. They should get a restraining order from the courts. You know, but this hangover, you know, these little two things, this these processes, you know, from the day dark days, you know, that we we still have a little the processes there. So by the by. They were, were imbibing the democratic culture, you know, but that's what they should have done. Get uh, the remand order. order and then continue the trial. And even if it will not jeopardize your investigation, but, but when you throw out to the press like that, you know, others will run and then they will find a way to cover their tracks, you know. So that's why, you know, secrecy when you are investigating is always, is always the best. And you don't push out to the media until you have concluded, you know, your trial, in your investigations. If they had concluded their investigations, then they will, they can have that to throw panic into the system so that others can, you know, you can get the others mm. to, because it helps. It has its advantages and its disadvantages. Anyway, is um, a story on the points this morning uh, for you to look out for. I did uh, mention uh, the, well, I don't know why, but I did mention the story on the sports page. Uh, Shut up and work. Diary tells Raw. Uh, the Minister of Youth and Sports Development, Sunday Diary, has cautioned Super Eagles could general draw over his attitude towards home based players, telling him to shut up and do his job. Uh, the Pointed earlier reported that Raw had delegated the handling of Super Eagles uh, made up of home based players to Austin Agarvan, that's the technical director of the NFF, for this weekend's friendly against Mexico, insisting that he was hired to coach the A-team only. 
Larry Wall on a visit to the players on Tuesday ahead of their departure to the U.S. on Wednesday called on Raw to take his job more seriously. His attitude towards home-based players is unacceptable. It is negative to our football development in this country. I call on the NFF to call him to order. I call on the NFF to hold him by the content of the letter of his contract. But beyond that, he needs to shut up and do the work for which he was hired to do. He talks too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, he needs that, you know, because we, we all remember when Clemens Westerhoff was here. You mm-hmm. know, he was always living in Nigeria. And he was always looking inwards, raising developing players for us, local home base and everything. Even Fadatiko, you know, those days, you know. But he is always monitoring. But are, we, are, we, are we sure it's not the terms of his contract? Are we sure it wasn't that that was the agreement that he was? Because he just got offered a new contract, for example. Uh, and yeah. this, had, this had been something he'd been doing during the first contract. Mm. If there was so much problem with it, I doubt if he would have been given a new contract. So, maybe it's just a situation yeah, of... It's, it's, you know, it's the... Of our own officials not telling us the full story. The deliverables uh, of his contract, you know, is maybe qualify us for the World Cup and then take us to... Mm-hmm. Maybe those, are that, those are the deliverables, you know. But, you know, I think part of it is develop is standing it, it, it's been insistent on well I was hired to uh, to quit the A team uh, well, uh, blah 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 he continues to say it and he probably just suggests that maybe he does, but that, that was the of, agreement if that was part of the his agreement then it should be tinkered it should be mm. tweaked you know to include the development mm. because there's no point you know all these players that all this generation of players that we have they are mm. going mm. you know so you need to you know bring in fresh Fresh, fresh legs and fresh, fresh guys into 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 the game. You at least have something for the future. Oh yes. Anyway, uh, for the minister, he says, "Shut up and work." Directors Roy is there uh, to look out for. Uh, uh, just like to mention that, really. Uh, let's get to hear from you this morning. Uh, the numbers are zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. Oh, 0818 Those are the numbers to call. Uh, for a while now, I think one of the lines has been uh, giving us issues, but uh, hopefully uh, we're lucky at this morning. But remember, we're live on Facebook, by the way, uh, for you to drop your contributions. All right. Good morning to you. Hello, Hello. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Yeah, am I on? Yes, you are. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Folai Golan from Mr. Dawili. Good morning, Mr. Dari and uh, Mr. Wali. Good morning. Yeah, the fact remains that I want to have my take on the, this energy uh, uh, situation. Mm. I think uh, if we are talking about an umpire, it should be credible. You understand? Because it's going to be a watchword, you know, for most people. At least to be to, to to give us the final say on the on the particular uh, election, you understand? So there shouldn't be a worry. There are so many credible people, you know, in the country. This Ulabalu is. I, I don't think we needed it. Government should do the needful. They should use the right person. You understand? Most importantly, to that Tidima uh, Ojuku. I think I've said it on this platform that I don't really see in the police parading an accused or a criminal or a alleged people you understand now for you know for the media or for the people to see them or whatever except in, in, in the olden days 80s when they want to parade anybody that is a criminal it should be arranged already in the court 
they should be saying that okay, he's going to be sentenced to this to that. But these days, when something happened, they paraded them anyhow, which is not very very good. Thank you very much. Good morning. And the police who want to show that they are doing something because these days everyone is feeding off this. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning. I want to talk on the, the issue of Augustine. Where he said, well, the state government said he has to reimburse the local government uh, allocation. Which allocation? Is it the allocation uh, that is not released to the local government that is being reimbursed, or what is it? I wonder where we are actually in Nigeria. Why are we not telling the truth? Local government are not uh, giving this allocation. And a local government that supposed to receive 180 million, then giving 5 million, 10 million per month, and we are saying we are reporting them. What for? That is aside. Uh, on the issue of uh, security, you could see what is happening. An assembly uh, man from San Francisco is murdered. Then, whose son do we know? The of, uh, of, of, of Nigeria, right from this, to take the bull by the horn. Hmm. This insecurity is too much, and we are not saved. And right. this government will be continuing to cajole. We have to be tapped. We have to be tapped. Right. They should look for another option. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sir. Yeah, my name is Matt. I'm calling from Lambert. Good morning. Yeah, I just want to do, you people are doing a very nice job. People are Thank you. you. Help us uh, appeal to our governor. It's our road from Agagbosu to, uh, to Bega. We cannot access uh, Akuti again because the road has cut off. So, if you want to go to Bega, you have to go and follow Fagba, Ogba, before you get to Bega. Mm. A journey that does not supposed to take up to 10, 10, uh, 10 kilometers. Please, we are really suffering in this place. And that, day, that time, we gave them our, our vote. We are not enjoying anything from them now. <laughs> All right. I bet they are listening. Thank you. I bet they are listening. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Wale. Good morning, Dari. My name is Honorable Larry. Am I audible? Yes, you are. Quickly, sir. God bless you, Wale. You see, uh, I want to talk on Inamdikanu. Yes, I mean, the uh, uh, government really tried bringing him back. But I would have expected justice to be listened to everybody that is trying to authorize this country. Yes, Kanu staying outside and just, you know, instigating some people to start, you know, fomenting problems. Assuming we have a very good society, assuming everything is going on very well, I mean, the life of Kanu will not spring up. The life of, you know, um, uh, Sunday will go, will not spring up. Government needs to really look at what and see what they can be able to do. I don't want the situation where somebody will be in London and be telling us, let us protest in Nigeria. They are risking our life. It doesn't really make sense. Gilima, I mean, she, she's old enough to really be given a necessary punishment that is so much deserved. She's an adult. Good morning. Have a pleasant day, Wale. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Hello, Wale. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My, name is, my name is Paul O'Neill. I'm calling from Abel Kuta. Good morning. Uh, I see the statements or the actions of the uh, UK after Kanu has been arrested as hypocrisy. I, I, I know of a fact 
knowing this kind of cases, that if you pay themselves, did not kind of give him a rough shoulder, he wouldn't be moving about to be picked up in Kenya. I know them the way they play their hypocrisy. They must have told him to go and exonerate himself. In that case, for him to not be looking for how to come to any African country. I don't trust them at all. Okay. If they are praised for black good, then they can sell their mother for it. So this one they are saying now is an afterthought and it's just hypocrisy. Nobody should should believe them. I thought you just relax. Give Kanu a good legal backing. If he can get off lightly, good. If not, they should just go and forget about their agitation and well, go the Yoruba way of doing things in civil manner. Thank you. God bless you. Well, when you when you say the Yoruba way, some have also questioned you know, even the, that way that you talk about. But all right. Was it supposed to be a question? I didn't know you were there. <laughs> I was just saying, <laughs> apologies. <laughs> I was just saying, hello, good morning. <laughs> hello, good morning. Good morning. Hello, yes, good morning. We can barely hear you. I don't know whether it's a noise from where um, you are. Uh, just to, just to what, what's not, your name? Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Ola, I said. My name is Ola. Okay. And I'm calling from uh, Abelkuta. Okay. And just the butchers of the last call I said. Mm. If, 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 if you know UK very well, you know they are very good when it comes to hypocrisy. <laughs> they will be the one to call the kids to come. And they will still be the one to call the farmer that he is in your farm. Ah. You know, it's not today. It's not today. <laughs> I I was going to say if you say it's not today then you have to be able you have to be ready to back it up with examples just to you know let us understand what you mean by it's not today because I th- I'm assuming it's not today means they've been doing it before <laughs> anyway uh, thank you uh, for your contribution Zachariah Lubaya says please and please both the government and the lecturers should bury the proposed strike and find better ways to settle the matter uh, Samuel Balogun says Loretta Onoche is not fit to hold an electoral position if antecedent is anything to go by she detests opposition with passion and she might compromise electoral process in favor of the ruling party if she had the opportunity PMB should jettison her nomination uh, Shone Tunde says please the spate of killings in nigeria is becoming more worrisome let the government wake up to the uh protection of life and property of the citizenry bio dion Olap was as the morning while it might take on the fresh asu strike threat uh, fresh strike rather uh threatened by aswa naswa i think dg is of registering with ippis is why these bodies are going through what i see as divide and rule tactics being used uh, to divide them with uh, paying only those who registered on IPPIs. It's only pathetic that the students are at the receiving end of all this. Says, my God, Elon sector in this nation. Hashtag Freshly Pressed. All right, thank you. Um, Zachariah says, why local government is suffering like this in Nigeria of today? Or why is, okay? He says, constitution established local government. Why are we praying for autonomy now? We need to do the needful. He says... All right. Um, thank you. Uh, many thanks to all of you uh, who have also joined us live. Adeyama Razak uh, also sent in his message. John Ayomide says, well done. Thank you. Well done to you too as well. Good morning to you. Uh, we wish you the very best this July. I think that's as much as we'll take this morning. Uh, here we have a thing too. All right. That's as much as we'll take. Mr. Darifalani, thank you for your thoughts this morning. Thank, thank you, you for your much, views. Thank you for having me. All the best this new month. Thank you for investing your time with us. Enjoy your July. Good morning. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM.
Ni and one dometa ye ni moshe a la bapa de le shekon. Ti won she gudu gudu meje, ni pari ro awen in yon lagbara, ni paki kwani o unti yo she wani ore. Nisi atin yo joy waju, yurubabo. Wani anu ni kon latin bo kon. Asho ju le she yi wak belumi nili a godu. Ah, alejo wa. Kini yoru kwanyi ati peki leni fugu barak mele ugu ko. Eshe olotu, oru kote mini abiodun simire. Timoje asho ju fun ile she wura fadaka global concept. Center for Skill Acquisition and Entrepreneurship. People don't give people money, but people pay for service. Ibere misi wat emile ni niwipe. Do you have service to render? Ijoba wato wa lo de niwo yi. Wangbi yon ju. Ama wang le she bubu e funwaton. Ogodo ni yon unti yon mo wale funwa. Nito ri no. Ni le she wura fadaka global concept. Chekbe akonshe eto. Nikpa kiko anwene yon ni 3D floor design. Ekbo mi dada. 3D floor design. 3D floor design. Ije ono tun ara. Ti won fin se ile ati ara ogiri lesson both on the floor iyan ile nle tabi ori tile tabi ara ogiri ni won le se 3D design you see ara ati awuran orisirisi ni a le fi se won se omiran ada big bati eja nlu we ninu odu eh iyan sile nle na be ni olotu design mi ada bi oju orun koda elegbe awuran ara yin si didan re ni ile ati ara ogiri oju ti tile ti a mo tele lo o de ni durability ju tile ile nle lo eh be ni olotu eduro alejo wa se onikaluku akopa ma se fun rara won ni olotu if you have not done it you don't know it many things cannot be taught as lectures they must be undergone practically for them to be understood bi enin ko se owo ni gbogbo akopa ni o ma se ti ara won leyin ti a ba ko won ton iyen lo ma fun won ni idani loju wipe ohun ton wa ko won ti mo possibility won le se si ah alejo wa aye wa da de bayi se ile nle nikan ni won le se 3d design yi si ni rara o olotu awon elomi a ma se si ara ogiri mejeje ni a de ma ko won iyen ti ara ogiri ati ti ile nle in fact design yi to ba je ara ogiri ni a se si omi o le gbara ogiri yen wole bi igba ti ada omi si ara glass ni olotu se mo pe omi o le penetrate glass o ma ma don lara ogiri ni bo de je le le la se si o ma ma don ni ile ni ohun ni new design ti awon eyan se nsin ko nse ise owo ti owo po so olotu se mo wi pe ti a ba kun ogiri ni oda after odun meji si odun meta a ti fe ma si a tu so pe a fe tun ogiri yen kun ta ba se 3d design yi si ara ogiri titi lai lai ni bi igba ti a laminate nkan ni yo mo don ni lara ogiri tabi ni le nle ta ba se si it's very very durable iwe ni kan o to mo la se ni ka wa fi se owo kun we bi iwe kiko se se koko be ni se owo na se koko ni ode wo yi nitori die omo kunrin oto gbogbo eniyan pata ni eto yi wa fun tile ni eni iyan awon to tin se se bi a se le tiles le tele iwo nduro de admission ni abo se pariwa e ki e ohun re ti esi are you an undergraduate graduate ni woni civil servants retirees oni se owo gbogbo eniyan pata ni eto yi wa fun amo ni bayi oni beji ni a fi eto yi se nitori pe ati mu cctv camera installation si atuma trainer won yan bo se install cctv camera very security threat lo de wo yi nitori na ni individuals schools ile ise ni won se ni lati monitor activity agbegbe won iyan je ki ise cctv camera yi ko je ise ti o mo wole fun awon eyan na lote yi nitori na baba se nko awon eyan ni 3d floor epoxy design be na la se ma ko won ni cctv camera installation Shubon CCTV camera installation ti igba lode ohun la fe ko awon eyan ni ti o ja si wi pe 